Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. This week, we're gonna be talking about body image and health and what to do when you are just not feeling yourself. I think there is a very strong argument that the female version of the Roman Empire is body image, weight loss, trying to fit a certain look or mold or stereotype. And to be honest, my issues with it came to a head this weekend. So I wanna share with you my experience, what I'm doing going forward, how I'm shifting my mindset, and what changes I'm making to my current health and fitness routine. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so excited for this week's episode. I'm going to get a little vulnerable, share with you some experiences that I've had recently, some positive, some not so positive, and how it's really though has shifted my mindset towards my health, towards my fitness, and towards my goals, and has helped me to just redirect. You know, I've shared with you guys a lot recently how I've been struggling with my body image, struggling with my weight, um, and just struggling with my self-esteem. And so I had an experience that really made it come to a head this weekend, and I want to share with you guys a little bit about that, how I use that moment of feeling extremely low to turn it around, and honestly, even in a couple of days, I'm already feeling like so much better and in such a better place. So I want to share that with you guys today. But first, let us start with what we are grateful for and what we are loving. So just to tie into the theme, we're going to do a health and fitness theme this week. What I am currently very grateful for is my lifetime membership. I know it sounds corny. I know I've shouted out lifetime before. It is a nation, a nationwide or national um, fitness brand chain, whatever. And I love the gym, though it is a bit expensive because it just offers so many different things. And I really think that it is worth the investment. I see it as an investment in my health. And I considered not continuing going, especially once I stopped working there. So, you know, obviously I wasn't getting a free membership anymore, but I have realized that it is so beneficial to me, my health, and it just has given me a lot of tools that I'm going to talk about today. So I'm just really grateful for that. I'm grateful to have the ability to invest in my health that way. And I'm also really grateful for the tools that it provides and the services that it provides. Now, what am I currently loving? I'm going to share two things with you. First thing I am loving are ice baths, specifically cold plunges. So if you've been around, you know that I really like cold showers. I've talked about that before. And I first started doing like cold showers when I was doing the 75 hard live hard phase one, because that is part of the program. You have to take a five minute cold shower. And something about Arizona is it gets really hot 
And of course, honestly, guys, it's still pretty hot. It is literally November. It is the second week of November and it is still hot as fuck out here. And let me tell you, I am not thrilled about it. But because of that, our cold water is still not getting that cold. And as I've shared before in the past, the cold showers and the cold tubs, the cold plunges have many, many benefits physically, mentally. And for me, they help me a ton mentally. And so Kyle was really encouraging me like to use the cold tub at my gym. So my gym is nationwide. And so I have the ability to go to a couple different locations and I've been going to a new location recently that does have the cold tubs. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I tried it with a friend like two weeks ago and I barely lasted like a minute, but I found, I found the key guys blast really good music. And then you are just focusing on the music. You're focusing on the beat. And that's what I would do with my cold showers when they get really cold, but it definitely works with cold plunges too, which are way more intense. They are way more intense. I will not sugarcoat it. Cold plunges are a lot fucking harder than cold showers. Don't get me wrong. Cold showers aren't like easy per se, but half of your body is pretty much out of the water, right? Cold plunges, that is not the case. But I notice, like I feel so much better. I feel better physically. I feel better mentally. I feel like I'm recovering better. So I'm definitely making that more of a priority, probably not a daily thing. But the science I've read says that you should do 12 minutes a week, not at a time, but in a week. So if I can spend two days doing cold plunges, two to three days, I think that would be really beneficial. And I've worked my way up to, I think I was at like seven or eight minutes. I'd have to look at the time. But what I do is I just set three songs and I'm like, as soon as this song is over, I can get out. And so that's what I did. And it really helped me and I'm loving it. Another thing I'm loving real quick, little shout out. He might be a little mad that I'm saying this, but oh, well. I don't care. Um, I love that that Kyle is like turning into a Swifty. It's pretty great. So as many of you guys know, uh, 1989 Taylor's version released recently. And I was never someone that considered myself a Swifty, but I've been really enjoying these re-records. You know, a lot of it is very nostalgic for me. You know, 1989 came out when I was in college. And I remember hearing those songs at the bar, hearing those songs at parties. Like, I remember it. And it was a little overplayed, but I did enjoy it. I never was one that like hated Taylor Swift. I just kind of lost interest, you know, but listening to her newer music, listening to the re-recordings, I've been loving it. And let me tell you, I was never, ever a 1989 girly. I was never someone that really gave any fucks about that album, but those vault tracks are fucking so good. They are so good. And even like just her version of things like so, 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 so good. I know some people aren't loving the newer versions. I'm currently loving it. And it is so funny because Kyle loves it. He is loving the 1989 Taylor's version. And it is fucking hilarious to me because literally like he'll do a cold shower in the morning and he's like, do you mind if I play Taylor Swift? And I'm like, no. And so he seems to be like a 1989 reputation kind of guy. And so we hear like bad blood, blank space. It's just so funny to me. It's so cute that he's just embraced it. He's really embraced the Taylor Swift life. And he'll be like, do you mind if I just play, play some Taylor? I'm like, absolutely not. Go ahead. So I'm just loving that. Uh, shout out to him for just like truly embracing the Taylor Swift lifestyle. It's been, it's been good. It's been good. But now let's talk about this week's episode. I really just want to share a personal experience with you guys and how I'm working through it because I think that it is something that a lot of women and men can relate to. So let me paint the picture for y'all. You guys know that I have been struck. Well, if you've listened to recent episodes, I've been very in my head about my body image, my weight, my appearance. I've not been feeling very good about myself. And I really, 
I have an uh, I have a complicated relationship with food. So in honor of transparency, I wasn't going to share this, but I've decided to share it. I have uh, I have joined a twelve step program to help me with my food issues, and it is the twelve steps. Um, or sorry, I'm looking at the book, and it is um, Overeaters Anonymous. I have the 12 step book in front of me. Now, from my understanding, I'm very, very new to this program, but not everyone necessarily struggles with overeating per se. Um, it's just if you have like problems with food, essentially, if you have an unhealthy relationship with food, um, we have people in my groups very small. So, you know, a couple people are someone that strugg like struggle with overeating, potentially binging, potentially like sugar addicts, like, and it may sound very silly to some, like people are like, why do you need a 12 step program for that? But let me tell you, I am a big supporter of 12 step programs. I think that it's amazing. And what I love about this program is it is based off AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. And if you know, you know, I'm coming up to four years sober and I've never gone to AA. But I do think that the principles that I know of AA and that are applied to OA are just really, really helpful. And I'm sure there are other 12-step programs for different like eating disorders. So if you have something more specific, maybe go and look and see what's there. But let me tell you, the community of OA has helped me so, so much during this time just to not feel alone. I think one of the biggest things that can be a struggle when you're like worried about your body image, worried about your weight, is just feeling so alone in the process. And I'm just really grateful that I don't have to go through this alone. And now that brings me to the most recent situation. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I'm, I'm someone that doesn't necessarily prescribe to mainstream cultural ideas. I am an out of the box thinker. I don't like big farm. I I'm very on the fence about Western medicine. I think it's great when it comes to emergencies and like, um, intense diseases, you know, cancer, strokes, heart disease. Like I, I really think that Western medicine has its place, but my struggle with Western medicine is it does not seem to be prevention focused at all. It only gives any fucks about you if you're like super sick or if they can make money off you because here's some like prescription medications for you. So I have a problem with Western medicine. I'm just going to preface that. Now, this weekend I had a doctor's appointment and I think I shared about this a little bit last week. So this is a bit of a health journey update, but also like how I'm working through the things that came up. So. I had a doctor's appointment this weekend and I was very nervous because as I've shared before on this podcast, I have some sort of autoimmune condition. I've been told this multiple times, just no one has taken any fucking effort to figure out which one or what it is. But they're like, well, look at this and this and this, look at this sign and this symptom and this blood marker. And obviously you react to inflammatory foods. So just eat in an anti-inflammatory way. Well, let me tell you, it is really hard to cut out several food groups without a fucking reason. So I have not been following that as closely as I used to, and I'm paying the price for it. Let me fucking tell you. So I went to the doctor and I really wanted to bring up um, some of my concerns. I wanted to bring up my concern with my weight. Now I did not even know what I weighed. Okay. Because I have been avoiding the scale which may, I'll get to that, but that may have bit me in the ass a little bit. I've been avoiding the scale and I've not been like measuring my food. I've not been obsessive about my food, which in a way has been very healthy, but then in another way has been not healthy at all. And we will get there. Um, but 
Anywho, so I go to this appointment. I have these things that I want to talk to the doctor about. I want to talk to her about my hormones. Like I want to get off birth control, blah, 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 blah. And then I step on the scale as you do when you get to the doctor's appointment. And I've never been someone that looks away. I've never been someone that's like, don't tell me what I weigh. Because even if I have my problems with my weight, I'm like, I, I like to have information. I like to know. Well, I look down at the scale and holy shit, there was a in my mind, relatively large difference and not in a good way. I was like, oh, I've gained weight. I have gained weight. And let me tell you, I just like broke down. I cried at the doctor. Yep. I cried. I was, I cried out of frustration and anger and like sadness and like just honestly feeling hopeless. And then how the doctor treated me was not great. So yeah, I'm probably going to leave a bad Yelp review. Not going to lie to you. I'm not normally that person, but she was fucking stupid. We will we'll get into that. Um, but anywho, so I already was concerned about my weight because I just wasn't feeling good in my body. But then I saw the number and I was like, oh, fuck. Apparently I had a reason to be concerned about my weight because I have gained weight. And let me tell you, that was frustrating for me because I thought I was doing what was healthy for me mentally. Um, by not weighing myself religiously, by not religiously measuring my food. And, you know, there could be a metabolic issue. I'll give the doctor some credit. We have done more blood work. I'm still waiting on those results. I went like this morning for it. Um, she wants to look at my metabolic um, health a little bit more just to make sure because I am active. But here's the thing. This is where I got really triggered at this appointment was she did not believe me. It was obvious. This bitch did not believe me that I'm active. And let me tell you, like we just did a step challenge for work and I average well over the recommended 10,000 steps a day. Like I'm usually more in the 13 to 15 range, sometimes closer to 20 on like a busy day. And you know, I get up every morning. The first thing I do is I walk my dogs. Like I walk during work and I go to the gym and I work out several times a week. And so now I have changed my workouts and I've shared that with you all, how I've changed it up. But it was so fucking triggering because the doctor literally looked at me and told me, well, it doesn't really matter how much you walk. Like it doesn't matter. And I was like, what? People have lost hundreds of pounds just fucking walking. Like, where the fuck did you get your medical degree, dumbass? But I was so upset I didn't, like, question her. I But, like, instant red flag. I was like, okay, you're fucking stupid, obviously. And I told her, I was like, I have a degree in exercise science. Like, I'm not completely stupid, okay? Like, I, ha I work in the medical field. Maybe not currently, but, I like, I have a medical degree. I know I'm not a doctor, but I'm not completely incompetent. And I'm just very concerned because I am active. I go to the gym several days a week. Like, would you like to look at my fucking Fitbit stats? Like, holy shit. And then she's like, well, spinning three times a week is not good enough. And bar is not good enough. And basically just like tore down what I did. And like, I'm probably sounding very dramatic, but that was like how, like, I'm paraphrasing, but that's like what she was saying. She's like, she literally said, there is a, there's a difference between knowing and doing. And I'm like, do you think? I'm a fucking idiot. No shit, lady. I told you I'm concerned. I told you I'm frustrated. I told you that I feel like I have to eat this inflammatory, like this anti-inflammatory diet or else I blow up like a goddamn balloon and you don't give a shit. Like you don't give a shit and it's obvious you don't give a shit. So that was super triggering. And I left that appointment very unhappy, very frustrated, very upset. And honestly, like feeling super hopeless because as I've shared, I've just been so 
in my head about my body image and in my weight. And I think I'm going to go out on a limb here. I know that one of the TikTok trends recently was, oh, all the men in the world think about the Roman Empire all the time. Like, apparently that was a trend that, like, men think about the Roman Empire multiple times a week. Well, I think that women think about their body image or their weight or whatever all the time, multiple times a day, week, month, whatever. I think it is a high, a high thought for many, many, many women. Whether it's to gain weight or to lose weight or to look a certain way, have a certain body type, whatever the case may be, like women's weight is always a con- always a topic of conversation for people. And I was so fucking triggered by this event. And let me tell you, I just have to say, like, get a good partner, get a supportive partner, and get a good like group of people around you because it may sound so stupid to some of you. Some of you may be like, why, like. Erica, I think we're being a little dramatic. No, 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 no. Like I, like this is one of the highest I've weighed in a long time. So I was like, what the fuck? And it just threw me because I don't sit on my ass, right? Like I don't literally do nothing. So I was just very confused. I was like, how did this happen? Um, like how the fuck did this happen? I actually don't know. And, but I will say like, we're going to get into it, but I think this difficult moment, this difficult weekend has made me self-reflect a bit, but also has set me on a good trajectory that I'm very excited for. Maybe it was like, maybe it was the scare I needed. Maybe it was the kick in the pants I needed. Maybe it was the low moment I needed. I don't know. But, um, one thing that I just think is really, really important is getting a good support system. Because like, as I told you guys, I was crying. I was crying. I called my best friend because we talk about this like topic often. Um, and she is very similar minded to me. She's probably, she's, even more holistic than I am. Someday I'm going to convince her to come on the podcast with me, but she doesn't like do podcasts really. So I was like, well, I don't know if you're going to want to be on a podcast if you don't even listen to podcasts, but maybe I'm going to convince her. But anyhow, she is very, very much of the holistic mindset as well. And when I was like telling her how the doctor was talking to me and treating me, she was like, that is so like bullshit. Like that's fucked up. I'm like, yeah, dude, it was. And as soon as I walked through the door and Kyle saw me crying, he's like, hang up tell her you'll call her back. Like what's going on. And let me tell you, I love my boyfriend, but he's one of those assholes that can eat a shit ton of food and like still have a six pack and like not go to the gym for a while and still look really good. And of course, like I'm blessed. Thank you. God bless. Not mad about it. But sometimes when you are the opposite and you have to be super intentional about your food and your exercise, it can be difficult to live with that person who can kind of do whatever the fuck they want and look great, especially based on societal standards. Right. And like, I have never been someone that's a size two or a twig or whatever. I'm a curvy lady, mid-sized gal, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I get very in my head. I get very, very in my head. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that, partially because of environments that I had growing up, partially because my weight was a topic of conversation for people growing up. I have multiple people in my family and friends that talked negatively about my body weight or just overly praised me when I was thin. And what they didn't know was I was thin because I was having very unhealthy habits. Like, trigger warning, eating disorder habits, essentially. And so, you know, I am very emotionally tied to my appearance and to my weight, like maybe more than others. I don't know, but it is something that I very much struggle with. 
because I have just apparently in my brain, I've tied my self-worth to my weight and to my body image. And so for me, like seeing that number on the scale fucking broke me. And let me tell you, like even the night before I got to just, he might be mad. I'm sharing this, but oh, well, the night before Kyle looked at me, he's like, I know you're really nervous about your appointment, but I love you. And I love you how you are right now. So no matter how it goes tomorrow, like don't stress about it. You're so hard on yourself. Just I'm getting emotional, but he's like, just don't stress about it. Okay. Like you are fine. And if you, he's like, I support you. If you want to change things up, like I support you, I'm going to cheer you on whatever you want to do, but like, you're fine. You're good. Like, I love you. You're beautiful, whatever. So that was really nice. And he basically dropped everything when I came home of fucking clusterfuck and just like spent time with me and like talked through things with me and like listened and like, you know, it was just super comforting and supportive. And so my first thing is like, get yourself a supportive community, whether it's a partner, whether it's a friend, a family member, it's so, so, so important. But also I think it's really important to look at why, like, why did I have this strong emotional reaction? Well, that's one reason why I joined OA like about two months ago now, because I just realized like it was very unhealthy. And, um, you know, I was talking to my therapist about this probably two weeks ago now. And one thing I, I recognized, I was like, well, I just have really tied my self-worth and my, um, my worthiness and like, what's the word I'm looking for? How lovable I am based on my appearance and based on my weight. And like, if I am X amount, or if I look this certain way, or if I'm this certain gene size, I think that I'm no longer going to be lovable. And, you know, I expressed that to Kyle because I don't think I've ever told him that. And he's like, that's really fucking ridiculous, which logically I'm sure it is, but that's my trauma. I don't know. That's my trauma. That's my disordered thoughts. That's my disordered brain. And maybe you can relate to that, but especially in such a, um, image driven society that wants you to be a certain mold, it can be very, very, very difficult. So why am I sharing this with you guys? Why am I sharing this with you guys? I had this big, honestly, a bit of a mental breakdown. I was just in the dumps. I was so sad, so upset. And I was like, what can I do to turn this around? How can I help myself feel better? How can I, um, use this to my advantage? And if you remember last week, what card did we pull? We pulled the rebirth chakra card. And it said that there might be those difficult moments. There might be those tower moments. And I think this may have been a tower moment for me. I think this was a moment I needed to feel as like some of the lowest I have felt in a very long time because I, okay, so why let's like dig, let's dig into this. Why did I feel so low? Well, my inner critic, my inner critic, my, um, yeah, my inner critical parent was making its voice very, very known. I felt ashamed. I felt sad. I felt embarrassed. I was embarrassed by my weight. I was ashamed. I felt like I did something wrong. Like I was a bad person. Like I was no longer worthy of love. Like I just felt like a piece of shit to put it bluntly. Right. And that's not me judging other people. I don't care what you do or what you look like or how you like, I want you to feel good in your body regardless. Right. So this is not me extending that judgment onto others. This is like how I feel within my own self. And so I'm sorry if this is like triggering for you, but this is like where my mind goes. And th that's why I've been trying to do work on it. Right. And so then I was like, okay, well, 
I need to figure something out because I'm not happy. I'm not happy with how I look. I'm not happy with how I feel. And it's not all aesthetic. It's not all aesthetic. Okay. Like it is not just, I want to look like this X, Y, Z person. No, no, no. It is also how I feel. Like when I say I have inflammation issues, like I will feel it in my face. Like my cheeks, like will feel puffier, um, depending on what I eat or my stress levels or whatever. And I can like physically feel it in my body. And it's kind of wild, right? So what, what do we learn from these hard moments when you just feel so fucking low? Well, I think you can use it as a moment to just like feed into the despair, feed into the low moments, just really let yourself go and to just kind of wallow, like wallow in those horrible thoughts and feelings, or you can use it as, okay, is this going to be my rock bottom per se? Like, is this my rock bottom? Absolutely not. Um, like I said, I've been, I'm almost four years sober. I will be four years sober at the end of next month. And I had some rock fucking bottoms before coming sober. Let me tell you. So no, is this my rock bottom? Absolutely not. But is this the lowest I have felt in a while, especially in this area of life? Yes, it is. Okay. So what can you do when you have these difficult moments and these not feeling good enough feelings? And just when you feel just fucking hopeless, I feel like you have two options. Truly. You can just allow yourself, like I said, to wallow and to just sit in it and to just like continue to be depressed and sad and just like exist that way, which sounds horrible to me, or you can figure out what to do to change it. Right. And you know, I think I really have fallen into the trap of what does social media say? What's this science? What's that science? And like, I don't know. I just needed to go back to myself and look inward and look internally and be like, when have I felt my best? When have I felt my best? What was I doing? What content was I consuming? What was my mental attitude? What type of workouts was I doing? What was I doing when I felt my best? And for me, I realized like, oh, like weightlifting. And so I shared with this with you guys last week that I started a new uh, type of workout class that's more CrossFit style. And it's so it's basically like three different like rounds of different weightlifting circuits. And like the last one has a bit more cardio in it. And it's just really fun. I've realized that I'm a class girly. I really enjoy going to class. I think especially because um, one, I have made my own workouts before. I've been on programs before. And to be quite honest, I just get really fucking bored. So I like going to classes because I don't want to think about what to do. I know the motions. I have pretty good fucking form and I'm pretty strong. So just tell me what to do and I will just do it. Like kind of like a drill sergeant, just like fucking tell me what to do. And I am there. I got you. I will complete it. And the perfectionist in me and the people pleaser in me is like, let's fucking go. Right. So I love a good class. Um, but also I was like, okay, what else did I do? Well, when I felt my best, when I was physically my fittest as an adult, I was tracking my food and I have been resisting tracking my food for mental health reasons. But I think partially I did that because everyone else around me was like, Erica, you're getting a little obsessive. Is this what you should be doing? So I'm trying to do it in a mindful way. I'm trying to be mindful about my tracking of food because I don't want to get in an unhealthy manner or a disordered manner. But I do think that there is part of me, and I mean, shout out to the doctor a little bit, something she said to me, I will give her this credit. She's like, well, how can you um, go for a goal or how can you 
know where you're at if you aren't even like checking in with yourself. And so for me, it's like, okay, I think I need to track my food at least for a while to get myself in this healthy, like better habits. And yeah, like my main meals are healthy. I would, I will argue that, that my main meals are healthy, but I am a snacker and like those snacks can add up and I have a sweet tooth and no, I don't have sweets every single day, but you know, like I haven't been as intentional as I should be. And I think I'm going to argue that I needed that mental break. But that being said, I think it's important that if you want to change your life and do something and create change, you have to be intentional. You can't just fucking sit around and expect life to happen for you, right? Like that's just not how it goes. Anytime I make big movements in my life and life and big changes and I make progress, it's because I'm intentionally doing the thing to grow and to change, right? So that comes with a podcast, that comes with a business, that comes with work, fitness, health, marriage, whatever the case may be, you have to put in the work to grow in a certain area, right? So I was like, okay, I need to put in the work and I need to get back to meal prepping. I need to get back to fucking prepping my food, spending hours prepping food, I need to track my food. I need to be more intentional because I've not been intentional. So one thing I'm doing is I'm switching. How can I be more intentional and shift my mindset? I think it's also important to shift your mindset. It is not a punishment, especially when it comes to like health and fitness. We are not doing this to punish ourselves for not looking a certain way. We are doing this as an act of self-love and an act of self-care, right? So I'm looking at my meal prep as just helping myself prepare for the future. It's helping myself when I'm busy, like when I get really busy throughout the week and I just need some fucking food. Okay. If I have, if I have food prepped, if I have meals made, I can just grab it, warm it up and I have something healthy to eat. And so spending a couple hours that Sunday were fucking worth it because now I am having healthy, nourishing food that makes me feel good in my body that I don't feel like guilty about later. And that realistically is going to help me get to my goal. So whenever you have a goal, you have to set an action plan, right? And sometimes it does require us to have those really low wake up fucking moments. And yes, maybe to some people, the number on the scale being higher than you're used to or higher than it's been in a while, isn't that big of a fucking deal. But for me, it was a wake up moment. It was like, cause I also do think that my weight and people's weight in general is a reflection of like, how healthy are you? Like, I think it was a reflection for me of, it, am I living intentionally? Am I living a healthy lifestyle? I think that your weight can be a symptom of how healthy is your body. And so for me, I was like, okay, I want to be realistic with my goals, but I need to do something. I need to make a change. And so if you know me, if you have been following me, especially if you've been following me on social media, like Instagram back in the day, I used to be like very active, especially in like the health community. That was my main thing was like sharing health tips and sharing, um, like outdoor living content, especially when I lived in Montana, I shared a lot of my healthy recipes. I shared all that stuff because it is something I really enjoy doing. I just kind of got over sharing about it. And I almost like lost my passion for, for that healthy cooking. And I've gotten a little lazy. I can just admit it. I've gotten lazy. Life has been busy. Life has been stressful. I've had a lot of outward stresses, right? I've had family drama. I've had fucking trauma happen. I've had tons of shit. I've had job changes. Just like life, we all have shit happen. And so I think I allowed myself to rest. I gave myself that time to rest and recruit, recoup. But I think I am now in a new phase. 
I need to be more intentional. If it's something that I want to change about myself, I need to be more intentional. And I think that I have changed my mindset a bit where it's not because I hate myself or because I hate my body. Because as I've said in episodes prior, if you just speak negatively into something, or if you're only speaking, yeah, like negative words or just with a sour taste in your mouth, you're not going to get positive results. Negative negative words are not going to result in a positive outcome. You need to put that positive energy into it. And I really do believe that your energy of the and your intention when you go to do something can really affect your results and affect how you feel about yourself. And so for me, I am going to start track. I, well, I've already started. I'm starting to track my food again. I have found a workout plan that works for me. And, you know, actually today I did two big things that I was a little scared of. I stepped on this machine called the in body. And basically it looks at your body fat percentage, your skeletal muscle mass, your weight, um, all these different factors. And it kind of gives you an idea of what your body composition is. Because if you know, if you weight lift, like the BMI is very, very off because it doesn't, it doesn't account for muscle at all. And your, your girl has fucking muscle. Like I got some quads, I got some biceps, you know? Yes. Do I have some fat? Absolutely. But I got, I got a lot of muscle. I've been lifting for literally years at this point. And so when I stepped on the in body, I was worried I was going to spiral again. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to see my body fat percentage. And I'm probably going to lose my shit because I lost my shit this weekend, but I didn't. And I'm really proud that I didn't because I just saw it as a tool to check in with myself and be like, you know what? Okay. This is my new starting point. We're starting from here. That doesn't mean I'm less worthy. It doesn't mean I'm less lovable. It doesn't mean anything like that. Okay. But now I know where I am and I can be intentional and be mindful. So I think I'm going to do that probably. I haven't decided if I'm going to do it like every two weeks or every month because it takes a while for you to note it for you to like have change in your body. You know, they say if you're trying to lose weight, one to two pounds a week is the healthiest way to do it. Um, You don't want to do more than that typically because honestly, you are probably doing it in a way that you can't sustain unless it's more of like an inflammation issue, right? So I'm in my uh, fitness era and I'm, I'm re-entering my fitness era because, you know, exercise and nutrition is something I've always been very passionate about. I love it. I love the topic. But to be honest, I just, I fell out of love with it for a little bit. And I think I also really just was scared to address it because something else I have realized with my therapist, I don't know why I'm telling you guys all my shit, but here, here you go. Maybe, maybe you guys feel this way, but I was doing EMDR on this subject with, with my therapist this past week, because I, as I've shared, you know, this is a topic that, that has been a big contention point for me. It's hard. I, I just really, this is like something I struggle with. I would say like my desire to lose weight is my personal Roman empire. I would say that's a lot of people, especially women. We have this, um, big fear to look a certain way, to act a certain way. And if you don't fit that current mold, it can be very stressful. And I do think that the body positivity and the body neutrality movement has helped a lot. Like, but for me, it's not really about other people. It's about myself. Like, I mean, I'm thankful that Kyle loves me no matter what, but I'm not doing any of this shit for him. I'm doing it for me. I want to be comfortable and happy in my own skin, right? And I think that should be the goal for everyone. 
but I was really proud of myself because I stepped on the in body and I saw numbers, to be honest, I didn't like, I don't like where my body fat percentage is. I was proud of my skeletal muscle mass, um, or my lean muscle mass, whatever, because it does measure that. And I have above average muscle mass, which like go team, which hopefully also means my bones are pretty good because I have, um, a history of osteoporosis in my family, osteopenia. So obviously trying to avoid that, but it just got me excited again. And I've been really loving the classes I've been going to. So that has been huge. I think finding exercise and movement that not only you enjoy, but that does, that is difficult because I was liking bar for quite a while up until honestly the past like two months, I really was enjoying bar, but I think I can objectively say it wasn't difficult enough for me. It was difficult in certain ways. Like it was definitely hard in certain ways for sure. So I'm not discounting it, but my body really responds to lifting weights. And you know, another thing, and this is just a mindset thing, like another tip just for life. Okay. Trick your brain trick your brain. If you have to, I think one reason I do so well lifting is because I am not focused on my physical weight. When I'm lifting, I'm like, how much am I fucking squatting? How much am I bench pressing? How much am I deadlifting? What am I doing? And I'm learning some like Olympic movements that I didn't really do too much previously. And it's just been so much fun and seeing myself be strong. I think sometimes also seeing myself physically be strong when maybe I don't mentally feel as strong gives me strength, right? Like lifting is such a good metaphor for life. And obviously it's very healthy for you. Um, especially when you're are going in with a healthy mindset. So I was excited. I was proud of myself. I stepped on the in body. I also had a meeting with a personal trainer today and I might work with her more so just as a check-in coach. You know, she's like, I don't necessarily think you need to train with me multiple times a week or anything because she is also, the coach for the classes I'm doing. So it's like, she's basically training me anyways. Um, which is amazing. I'm so blessed, so thankful, but I might check in with her. I haven't decided yet. It's not that expensive to check in with her like once a month. And I think I could use that, like have someone to go over my goals with for an hour, go over my macro stuff like that, you know? And so I just, I just learned a lot this past weekend. I felt so fucking low, but it also reminded me to remember who the fuck I am, right? Like, am I this person? Am I going to let myself wallow or am I going to realize, okay, there's something I'm not happy with about myself. I can change it. And so now I like, especially after working with this, um, physical or this, uh, personal trainer, she helped me figure out my macros because there's, there's a lot of places you can go for macros. And actually the calculator I'd looked up before was pretty close to the one she used. And, you know, I just have a good vibe from her. I don't know. I've really enjoyed taking her classes. She's so relatable, so kind. And I think that's important. So go to someone that you trust, go to someone that you have a good relationship with. If you are wanting like a coach or a personal trainer or whatever the case may be. But if you are stuck in, in a rut in something, or maybe you don't like the results you're getting. What are you going to do to change it and fix it? I mean, shit guys, I, again, I'm just going to pull behind the curtain. I'm going to sign up for this podcast course that I found recently, um, from a very well-respected podcaster, because there are certain things with podcasting that are not my strengths. Like I'm not the best at certain areas of maybe marketing or whatever, because I'm very much self-taught. Like I am self-taught. I don't know all the ins and outs. I never went to school for marketing. I never went to school for certain things and I'm self-taught and I've really enjoyed it. 
But this course, I think, is going to help me strengthen areas that are not my strong points and potentially give me new ideas for other areas for the podcast. And I love that because I love podcasting. I mean, there's a reason I just fucking talk on this mic for so damn long because I really enjoy it. And I love hearing your guys's feedback. It just means the world to me, right? So I'm not necessarily happy with my results in the podcast. So I am going to do a podcast course and to learn and to buck up because I was like, well, Erica, if I don't like the results I'm getting, and I shouldn't even say I don't like it because I appreciate every single person that listens to this podcast, whether it's two people or 200 people, I, I appreciate every single one of you. Right. But I know I can do more. I know I can do better when I am focused. And when I'm determined, I get shit done. Okay but I just need some direction. And just like with my health, I need some direction. So my first tip really quick, I'm just going to throw some quick tips at you. Go and find a coach or a mentor or someone that you can turn to that is more experienced in the area and ask for some advice. See if you can learn from them. So if it's health and fitness, maybe con maybe connect with a health coach or a personal trainer or a nutritionist, dietitian, whatever the case may be because that has worked for me well in the past. I'm really excited to have some more direction going forward and to help me just shift my mindset because the mind is so fucking important no matter what. Like you can take this weight situation and apply it to so many different things. If you don't like where you are in your career, maybe meet with your manager and see where you can improve. See what areas that you're good at, maybe where you could improve upon. If you don't like, I don't know, whatever the case may be, if you don't like your finances, Talk to a financial advisor, pick up some books on finances, look like listen to a fucking podcast on finances, whatever the case may be. So I think when we have these low moments, we have the option to either fucking wallow and sit in our sadness or do something about it. And I think there is time to wallow. Allow yourself to feel your feelings. Like this weekend, I just let myself fucking feel my feelings. I was supposed to record a podcast over the weekend and I didn't because I wasn't in a good mood and I didn't have good energy. And I don't want to sit here on a mic just forcing myself to talk just because I don't want to miss an episode, right? But no, and I'm glad I waited because I had some time to clear my mind. I had some time to think about what I wanted to say and to share it with you guys. And I'm in a much better place mentally and emotionally and spiritually since I waited and I allowed myself to feel. And then I took action steps. So think about if you have something in your life you're trying to change, what action steps can you take to get there? Look at your resources. So first First thing, like I said, tap into the resources that you have available to you. Look at the experts. Surround yourself. My second resource is surround yourself with like-minded individuals. So one reason I love going to Lifetime is because I have been able to find a community of like-minded individuals who have a specific goal and who are striving for similar things. So I love that when I walk into the cold tub, there's three other women doing the cold tub too, or that there's four other badass women lifting heavy ass weights at my class that I've been going to or whatever the case may be, right? Or a personal trainer that is willing to talk to you. And you know, a lot of them are willing to do those consultations for free. Like I had a three 30 minute appointment and it was wonderful and she was great. And I'm so thankful that she shared her knowledge with me. And you know, again, I have a degree in exercise science, so I already know a lot of these things, but I don't do it every single day. It's not my job, right? So going to someone where this is their expertise that you trust is really huge. My third thing is surround yourself with a community. Find a community of maybe people who are struggling with something similar or just surround yourself with good friends, family, partner. Like the relationships you have in your life 
really are make or break it, right? Like if you have solid people in your life, I can almost promise you it will make your life experience so much better, right? So I knew I was struggling with my health, with my body image, with my weight, with my eating habits. That's why I joined OA, Overeaters Anonymous. And because I struggle with like binge eating, essentially, um, maybe not the official disorder, but like I definitely restrict and binge and it's just like not a good time. And I'm an, I'm an emotional eater. And so I knew that was an area of life I needed help in. Okay. But then also I knew that I was struggling with my physical fitness. So I went to the personal trainer or, you know, I have my best friend to talk to. I have Kyle to talk to and just having that community that makes me not feel alone, I think is crucial. So, and if you don't have that right now, put yourself out there to try to find it. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, my best friend and I have been best friends since I was in college and it's been years and our relationship is super strong. You know, I consider her more of a sister than a friend, but that didn't happen overnight. Right. And Kyle and I, you know, our relationship grows stronger and stronger because we're vulnerable with each other. Do you think it was easy for me to tell him that I think that if I gain weight, you're going to stop fucking loving me? No, that was a vulnerable fucking moment. But he was like, I don't understand why you're so upset. Like you look great. Like I think you're beautiful. Like what is going on? And I shared with him some things and I shared with him some things I shared with him, you know, like, situations that have happened. I shared with him how that has then made me feel and how at the end of the day, I really tie my, my worth and my value in this society, and in this world to my image and to my weight, which isn't healthy. It's not good. It's something I'm working through actively. Right. And actually, sorry, I think I meant to say this earlier, but I got sidetracked, which I do all the time on the podcast. One thing I worked through with my therapist in EMDR is I realized like, I think I might be holding myself back. I think I'm actually scared to fully become the version of Erica that I know I am fucking certain I can be. And that is in all areas of life. That is with my podcast. That is with my weight and my image and my finances. I think I, I've, I'm a self-sabotager. I saw that in my drinking days that I definitely self-sabotage. And I think sometimes like the emotional eating, for example, or whatever the case may be, maybe like not working out for a while, whatever it is. I self-sabotage because I'm scared of what I can actually achieve. And honestly, it, it hasn't been safe. Like I've had so many experiences in this world where I have not felt safe physically in my body. And again, being vulnerable with you all several times in my life when I have been a smaller body size, bad things have happened. Okay. I'm just going to leave it there, but not great things have happened. And so because of that, I think that internally I am scared to let go of the weight, to release this like physical wall that I've put up, this barrier to entry I've put up, right? And you know, there's a lot of research on trauma and weight and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into it because I don't know all of the research. That's not my area of expertise, but there is, there's research, there's science behind how the body hangs on to stuff because of trauma. And so I'm sure that's part of it. And so, you know, I'm doing EMDR with my therapist. I'm really grateful for that. I'm really thankful for that. But all this to say that if you are, if you are struggling with something, if you have hit a low point, I just want to encourage you to keep going and to know that you can shift your mindset. You are powerful enough to do that. I didn't think I was powerful enough to do it, but I am. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to do that, that I've been able to find people who support me in that area. So I've been saying for a while that I'm going to do a health update. So here's my health update. My health update is that, you know, I thought I was doing something good for my body. 
And I would argue that I, I was, I think I needed the time to be gentle. I think I needed the time for gentle movement. I think I needed the time where I wasn't obsessing over what I was eating, but now is the time for me to be more intentional and that's okay. We can have these different waves and layers and whatever that is okay. It's not a bad thing that I took that time. Right. And I wasn't even doing it intentionally. It's not like I was intentionally like, Oh, I need to slow down. I need to take this break and then I'll get back into it. No, I just rode the waves. I listened to my intuition and I listened to my body. You know, maybe my body needed to be where it is right now to release it permanently. I don't know. I don't know. But like the card said last week, I think I'm in a rebirth era. I think this is part of it. So talking about that, let's dive into the shocker cards, but just know you're not alone. Okay. I just, I want to share this with you guys because I think especially women, a lot of us feel so alone on this journey, especially with body image, especially with weight. So my update is I'm working on it. I have a new plan. I have new tools. I do think that I am officially like saying a big fuck you to Western medicine. I did get some blood work. I'm going to wait and see how that goes, what that says. But if history repeats itself, it's going to be a whole lot of your levels are normal. So get fucked because that's what my experience has been personally. But anywho, I just am really, really, really grateful for each and every one of you guys. Like you mean the world to me. And I know that the world brings us together for a reason. I know that I've had this experience this past week for a reason. I know I felt called to share it for a reason. So I hope this wasn't like triggering for you. If you have your own, um, concerns or struggles. And if you really want to grow with me or ask me tips, I can share with you guys. I've been thinking about bringing back my blog more and maybe sharing a couple like recipes I'm making for the week, maybe throwing it on the YouTube as like a little vlog. I'm not sure yet. I might share more about what I'm doing just because I do really enjoy it. I like meal prepping. I like fitness. I like health. There's a reason I have an exercise science degree, right? But I'm not perfect. I'm an imperfect human, just trying my best in this world. But now what chakra card did we get this week? Okay. What card did we get this week? And let me tell you, the chakra cards do not lie. We got the spiritual awakening card, which is connected to the crown chakra. And if you're a crystal girly, like I am, that's going to be a selenite crystal for you. And this card is essentially telling you guys, this is a time of spiritual awakening. This is a time of growth. This is a time of transformation. Potentially you are going through a spiritual transformation, a spiritual awakening at this time. Maybe you're about to go through it. Maybe you are currently going through it. You know, last week we got the rebirth card. This week we got the spiritual awakening card. I think the universe is trying to fucking tell us something, guys. So our hearts are opening to the wisdom and the peace that the universe can provide. They are expanding into a deeper sense of love and a deeper sense of wisdom. And so the affirmation is, I embody my ancient wisdom and I'm open to the divine spirit within. So make sure that you are nurturing this by meditating, by attending spiritual workshops or groups or whatever works for you guys. And it is time to discard your old beliefs and to make space and make room to allow the new ones to come in. So how relevant is that to even what we've been talking about this week? I told you I had to, di I am working on discarding my belief system about my worthiness, about how I feel about myself, about my like not feeling lovable. I am discarding those beliefs right now to make room for new ones. So the universe was like, Hey bitch, this one is for you. So it may also be for you too. Okay. So sometimes though, this can be uncomfortable. This can be challenging. Again, like I said, this weekend, I had that tower moment. We have these moments of uncomfortable and challenging moments because that's what gives you the ability to grow. Those challenges are what 
force you to grow. And you are being, again, you are being asked to let go of anything that is stopping you from that growth, stopping you from changing your mindset. Okay. So your vibration and your energy are really what's going to have to do with moving into this better state, into this more powerful state, into this more refined state of being. And um, you are currently receiving divine messages and healing that are helping you to deepen your spirit, your spiritual awareness. So basically guys, we are all going through this period of growth. We are going through this time of spiritual awakening. Maybe you're feeling it already. Maybe you're not, but based on the cards we've been getting lately. Yeah. The universe is like, wake the fuck up. We're growing, we're expanding, but also it's saying, you know what? If you have some challenges come your way, it's okay. The challenges serve you. The challenges help you grow, help you to expand your consciousness. So I hope that makes sense, guys. I'm sorry if I overstepped. I'm sorry if I overshared, but I kind of overshare a lot on this podcast. So like you're probably used to it if you made it this far, but I love each and every one of you. If you have a certain topic that you want me to talk about, if something um, came up for you this week with what I shared, please, please, please let me know because this isn't easy. Like I said, this this belief system that I have is so deeply ingrained from years and years and years of basically being defined by my weight and um, my worthiness being defined by my weight and my self image and like, you know, being the fat friend or feeling like I'm the fat friend or whatever the case may be, right? Like I just have struggled with that. And also like, I know there's a lot of um, negative energy about the word fat. I want to dispel that. That's just how I have felt but I know that people are kind of reclaiming that verbiage. So do you, okay? But I just did not feel good in my body and in myself for so long, and I'm so tired of it. And that's something, I don't know about you guys, I'm just, I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of fighting these negative bullshit belief systems that I've had for so long. And I think that these different challenges that have presented themselves over the last couple of years are like one by one helping me to let go. So that's what I'm doing. I am in my awakening. I am rebirthing. I'm in my fitness girl era. You know, Taylor Swift has her eras. I'm in, I'm re-stepping into my fitness girl era and I'm very, very excited for it. I'm going to continue sharing with you guys my journey. If you have any specific questions about it, let me know. We can do that. I can share more. I can share less, but thank you guys for being here. It means the world to me. You guys are an amazing, amazing group of individuals and I love you all so, so much. Thank you for listening and do not forget to stay empowered. Have a great night, y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.